Good morning, oh. guys. Oh, new Uniblogs coming to the Northern Beaches. What does it mean? Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a chat about it with you this morning. Morning, Mark. Had a little bit of a squeal. Good morning, there. mate. Good morning. Um, episode, yeah, that's what it felt like. That was a bit of a strange one this morning. But um, episode 570, new unit blocks on the northern beaches. Um, there's a lot of stigma when you say there's a new unit block coming into into town. Um, but often there are good things that come of it, which maybe we only think about or experience at the very end once the product is ready. Um, why do we need new unit blocks, more housing on the Northern Beaches? Mark, do you want to take us into it very briefly? People love, first of all, people love to hate it, don't they? They, uh, and good morning, Mr. James. Um, but, but people love when there's a big, bad unit block of a hundred or 200 or, uh, 300 units, even bigger than there's 5,000 out. Is it near Pagewood out there? Um, that Meriton's putting in there. People really, really oppose it. They oppose it because of traffic. Uh, they oppose it because of um, they don't like the type of the type of uh, market coming to that area, um, and they don't like the ugliness of the concrete jungle. But the actual reality for us, like I guess, I, I, and what we wanted, to, you know, to talk about was when it ha when it, it's happened to us on the northern beaches, and we're probably a little bit. Um, development sensitive or a little bit greener than other parts of Sydney um, and for us to get a concrete jungle of 300 units and 15 storeys in the middle of DY uh, and there's more earmarked for the northern beaches which we're going to talk about in the second half of the segment um, it's it's pretty scary but it's also pretty cool when you look at um, the residual effect of uh, merits and DY for example yeah, well, that's it. Wasn't there? There was a bit of a community uproar at the time of uh, the development of the DA lodgement of the development and all the rest of it. And then they see 360 units. It's going to be years and years of traffic and all of the effect, all of the things that affect you in the immediate in your immediate sense. None of the actual benefits that come along with it. Um, they quite quickly are outweighed. I'm sure there are some things that people aren't always going to be pleased about. But as soon as you get sort of over that hump and it gets started and then you get closer to the finish line. Um, there are so many positive things for our economy, for our locals, for the people here on the beaches or wherever you are um, that the developments offer. So a couple of things we wanted to go into this morning, Mark. Who lives in these developments or who buys these developments typically when they come up um, wherever they may be? Is there a set demographic? Are we talking just investors? It's not as many investors. I think it's probably a cycle in the market that we're in at the moment. Probably not a lot of investors um, getting into this stuff. Um, it's generally people that want their either retiree um, sort of people where they want quality, big cash up um, and get into something nice or they're sort of like an executive couple, single, um, where they just want 
really good quality of life. So they don't want to be mucking around with kitchens and bathrooms. They want to work. Um, some bring up, you know, want to bring up a family and, don't, and you know, would rather go and play in a park. Uh, and then on the flip side, the, the retirees, which are just, they want to just lock it up and go. Uh, they want, they always want low strata levies, both, both markets. Um, yeah. So it's really important. Yeah, right. And in terms of affordability, what does that do when new developments come into the beaches just to sort of, is there, do they help to equalize the, the market where it stands? Does it help to bolster it? Look, I think big new uniblocks are interesting because um, typically they're expensive um, and people, got, people struggle with the word affordability when there's a brand new unit. brand new unit in DY uh, that's a two-bedroom two bedroom for 1.2, 1.3, or a three-bedroom for 1.6 or 1.8. How does that affect, how the hell does that affect me with affordability? And I think that what you've got to remember with these big unibox boarding houses is similar. Uh, people are going, look, I don't understand how $400 a week for a studio apartment is affordable um, on the northern beaches. But what it actually does is it's it doesn't just make, it doesn't particularly put the category that it's it's on offer in affordable, but it eases off pressure on other price ranges. I'll say that again. It yeah. eases off pressure on other price ranges because there's so much stock dropping in that specific spot, um, price range, it often eases the pressure in pricing on other price ranges. So it can make, it doesn't necessarily mean, for if you're looking at DY, for example, it doesn't necessarily mean they are the affordable stock, but it, it means it will take pressure off pricing on lower price ranges uh, or upper price ranges and make them a little bit more affordable just because there's more stock dropping yeah, right. Yeah, and that's a good point. So then it doesn't have a direct correlation with that current stock. It actually then affects um, some of the other properties on the market that you would have otherwise typically have gone for. So some of your older stuff, yeah, it makes those, put those into a better category. Um, one of the big things that, again, there's a little bit of uproar about, but it's what they bring in terms of infrastructure, in terms of facilities, in terms of shops, um, the shopping precincts that come along with them. Again, I think people don't typically see those as a good thing at first, but then you look at what Meriton have done here in DY um, with the lighthouse complex and the shopping um, precinct that they've added where they've got all of these national chains, international franchises, in fact. Um, but then you look at the way that it's designed and how it actually affects the community and how much more... It's, it's off Pitwater Road, first of all, which is just one of the big things, but you've got this big walkway, gateway entry into this whole facility that... You can enter in all parts of DY, so it makes it a really, um, I'm not I'm not sure the exact word, but logistically, it makes sense in the center of DY um, for something to be like that. It's sort of handy for everyone. Um, and yeah, with these national chains, well, chains it up. Yeah, often, often it's fixing stuff that's already broken. And was it before? If it ain't broken, don't Yeah, so... Well, often, often there's like traffic movement issues, traffic light issue, uh, traffic lights issues, pedestrian crossing issues, uh, no right turn, left hand right turn issues, and often these new these new buildings actually 
fix these problems that are age-old problems as well. So, for instance, with parking with DY, um, the amount of parking that went into the new Meriton building was just phenomenal. Uh, yeah. and pe without people realising, they can all now park. Uh, you just don't hear people having that issue in the centre of DY anymore because they can literally just disappear under Meriton Park for free, I think, for two, three hours. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's another, that's a big one actually. What do they put into their five hundred car spaces or something? Probably maybe just a bit massive. Anyway, absolutely massive. Um, new new apartment blocks on the horizon in the beaches. Mark more to the topic of today. Um, there are some certain zones or suburbs on the northern beaches that are earmarked for some development. So we were talking a bit earlier about the the Brookvale master plan. Um, there's been a big community uproar about something happening in Ingleside um, in the future. In anything that you see more, more likely than others, is there anything in the pipeline that you know about that the community might not know about? Um, yeah, look, I, I think if, if anyone's looking into the Northern Beaches, the, the obvious contenders are Brookvale. Uh, there's a master plan coming through for Brookvale. Uh, the next contenders um, from, from Brookvale are... Um, French's Forest around the hospital there. Um, their floor space, they got the zoning, but their floor space ratios are a bit tight, so nothing's really urging onto the market. Um, and then Ingleside, so they're probably the three hot suburbs to keep an eye out for unit living, townhouse living, um, and some land subdivisions in the area. It's interesting that the government just keeps finding um, areas to develop and and. You know, when you think it's an air, when the area is just not developable any longer, which which work, which is most parts of Sydney, you know, they just keep finding uh, different areas. You know, something that people um, must understand is the reason why is it's much more, it's much cheaper for a government to infill than to go out to Greater Sydney. So the reason why there, there's this pressure or this just keeps happening and they keep being further and further developing in areas is every time... So if you could imagine a pizza uh, in, in a spiral going outwards, each time the pizza gets bigger, if you think of Sydney as the pizza, the Sydney Basin, each time the Sydney Basin actually gets bigger, they actually have to put a hospital on all the edges... They've got to put schools on all the edges. So every piece of the pizza has to get a school, hospital, roads, uh, all this all this infrastructure has to shopping centres, all this infrastructure has to go into place when they're going when they're making the pizza bigger. But when you're infilling, just putting more topping on <laughs> to the pizza, um, it's actually much cheaper to do that. So for instance, all you do is make that hospital incrementally bigger, the shopping centre incrementally bigger, the schools incrementally bigger, and then you don't have to add brand new schools, brand new hospitals, because that is very draining on government infrastructure. So that's why you see a lot of infill on the northern beaches or infill in different parts of Sydney, simply because it's cheaper. You know, you know, at the train station, you just add on more trains. So it just makes it that, that much more cheaper to add, to add on infrastructure when you're infilling rather than when you're making the pizza bigger. Good analogy. You're uh, you're one for good analogies, um, mate. I think that's a wrap. I don't know about you. In fact, 
In fact, I thought we'd been talking for half an hour today. It's only been 12 minutes, actually. Um, but Where'd you get half an hour from? I just felt like well, you've just, just been talking. But um, no, you just felt like I was ranting. Yeah, you just you just can't stop talking, mate. That's all. Um, and um, what do you, what do you think about about this whole development on the northern beaches, big new unit blocks? How what's your sentiment about it? Because you're you're in you're in townhouse living. You've been yep. part of the new the new infrastructure development. How have you found it as a consumer? Um, yeah, so I live in I live in Warrywood. Not to give everyone the the dates, but in in a townhouse. Um, Warrywood's quite a built-up area, as a lot of people will know that it's changed a lot over the last, well, every every year for the last 30, 40 years probably, Warrywood has made some significant changes. Um, we, we work in DY, we've got a couple of these new developments, Carlisle, Osprey, Meriton, there's two more that are in the works at the moment, Havana and, and Del Mar, so we're quite used to seeing developments up in the area but over the last couple of years. Um, Look, I think it's a great idea. I think particularly for the younger guys, more in my gen uh, uh, demographic or generation or younger, typically, and I probably don't speak for myself, we're more fans of the more modern sorts of sorts of apartments and living. So when you can go and rent something that's brand new, it seems a bit more appealing than something that's weathered and old and rusty. And not that that's what all apartment living is like if it's not new, but that's the sort of stereotype that i think most people come to the conclusion we get we draw to so i think it's great that there's more units apartments housing coming into the suburb it's more affordable for, for the younger guys to get into to to rent um it does also affect as we were talking about earlier being able to buy and get into the onto the ladder as young people um it gives you more options it gives you more availability of stock so there's a lot of good things for it i can see why people get frustrated when they know that there's going to be a new development coming into their local area because they just look at how that's affecting me as a, as a, as an individual. But I think we all have to, you know, not just think as an individual, but with more of a community mindset nowadays and how it's beneficial for everyone. So with those things in mind, I'm all for it. That's a take. That's big new unit box, guys. Bit of a dirty topic. And uh, thanks for watching. And have a great James? Yeah, lost a bit of signal. Lost a bit of signal. But, um, yeah, cheers. Have a good day, everybody. See you, mate. Cheers. Bye.